Hello and thanks for joining me on another episode of Zof Talks Photography. In this news update we're going to be looking at you can film behind the scenes footage while you're taking photography. I'm going to go through an article to explain how that's possible. We're going to be looking at which cameras shoot 4K at 60 frames a second. It can be quite tricky finding something so we're going to cover that today. Real photographers are getting undercut by AI tools. We're going to have a look at that. Some new Sigma art lenses have been announced. and as well as waterfall photography it's nice weather if you're going out camping and stuff you might want to consider taking your camera along as well as canon eos releases two new canon cameras which are going to be in comparison to the r5 so what are we saying today we're going to go to the first article straight away which is one easy way you can film behind the scenes of your photo video shoots you can see this is becoming a common occurrence people are starting to share stuff on social media So how do they do that? You're making a photo, you're taking photography. How can you film at the same time? At first if you've got a, a person filming then it's fine. If not, you can actually have a GoPro attached to your camera which works quite nicely. So keep that in mind as an option. Let's see what they're saying here. So F-stoppers have got an article. I think we've all been there. None of us want to have to bring extra stands, tripods, monopods or even extra cameras just to get behind the scenes. images which is often referred to as bts behind the scenes for sure for sure so video for our websites or social media you can share in multiple places basically even though we'd love to have that content after some trial and error i think i've landed on a fun and flexible solution by using a 360 action camera but there are some things you well I'm 360 you need to buy a new camera basically is that what you're telling me can we not do this with stuff we've already got So what were my criteria? Okay, his criteria interesting. I want the camera to be mounted on a rig. I would like as much flexibility. I need the camera to be able to handle vertical shooting. Oh, yes, that's true. I would like any footage image to be able to be used for both standard 16 by 9 and horizontal vertical. So basically both uh, okay. That's not bad. Why a 360? Mm, okay. If you've got a couple of 100 pounds to spend, maybe that would be an option. But image stabilization is that like a thing will it be stabilized because you're going to be moving a lot with your your hands we got okay we've got an example here that's not a bad video as like a second person viewing okay fair play downsides oh that's interesting the entire 360 image from the insta 360 one eyes holy moly absolutely massive that's going to use a lot of space uh, i'm assuming you have to use their program as well is that right you can crop in to that to get standard video frames you have to go and edit an extra layer of footage does anyone care i'd argue that for bts stuff it's more than adequate but if you're stickler for video quality you might need to think yeah higher resolutions the low right performance on the small action camera isn't great okay every single clip and image file from 360 footage has to be edited and processed through the insta360 apps See this is the bit I don't like. This adding an extra full process. See, what you have to do is get that footage, put in a separate program, edit it, get the bits out, put it back into your program which is a bit long-winded and unnecessary. In my opinion, but still something new to learn. Trust me when I say that using the phone app is pretty good and you might even find it fun to use. Okay, good article there by Joseph Ellis. Thank you for sharing that on the F-stoppers article. So I think We're in the early stages of this not really but like in the grand scheme of things 360s it is the early stages uh, so i think at some point there will be some plugins or add-ins where we can get into our normal software treat it as normal video possibly but we can't really because you have to decide which bit of the 360 you want to show because in the 
in the real frame people only always ever see like the bit they want to see so you have to decide which bit you want to show them but i like that that's an interesting option and which camera shoot 4k video at 60 frames a second we ran it up the best consumer cameras for 4k 60 frames a second footage to help you give flexibility with your filmmaking this is an article on camera jabber always find these interesting camera jabber have some nice articles what are they saying though are they gonna surprise us the growth of hybrid shooting has meant that photographers aren't just photographers anymore that seems to be the case videographers as well many working professionals such as wedding photographers see an increased demand for video from their clients this means they need a camera that can do both jobs okay what's the cameras the best cameras for shooting 4k 60 frames a second video panasonic s5 II. okay nice shout gh5 still a staple uh, i like the fact they give us prices gh5 mark ii gh6 gopro okay i think gopro is dying a slow death but okay we'll include that oh we got another gopro 10 uh a7 a7 couple of a7s okay mm, fuji film these are some expensive cameras here t5 see even them some of them they're so expensive they don't include prices you have to actually click to read the, the prices okay here's one for a canon r5 hmm five grand you mm, okay now r6 r3 mm, eos r7 i'm not sure these are there's a majority of cameras here that if you're shooting 4k are you willing to spend upwards of 5k on a camera that's a question for you let me know in the comments if you're watching today on the replay of the the podcast we have got a num black magic pocket cinema 4k that could be an option if you're thinking about getting it in a way that you can actually easily thousand you only cost thousand dollars so compared to the other cameras that may actually be a valid option for you 4k resolution on the gopro i'm, I'm surprised they've got a lot of cameras here and they've got you've even got a drone if you're not sure the drone situation might actually help you iphone 13 pro is capable of shooting 4k video at 60 frames a second this is where you want to go now so who needs these anymore why do you want you know you don't need you don't need a mahusif dsl anymore a lot of people have cameras on their phones and i'm glad that they included that so the iphone 13 pro is capable of shooting 4k video at 60 frames a second with full access to all three lenses when shooting it can also record 1080p hd videos at 120 frames and 240 frames per second for slow motion playback but you maybe get because what i do is i have secondary phones so i'll use another phone alongside my phone for just video because obviously it is more intensive it takes up space battery power all that stuff so you want another phone around sony xperia pro okay another phone in there huawei p40 pro okay wow there's a lot of mobile phones now which are competing and it's just more easy isn't it if you've got it in your pocket you can use it and that's what people are going towards nobody really wants to carry a massive camera in addition to stuff they're already carrying that's always interesting to see that let's have a look at the next new sigma lenses art lens leaked canon r1 specs so recent announcement is saying what's this so sigma 40 millimeter 1.4 art super wide okay not really my cup of tea but if people out there are doing wide shots like astro astro photographers or maybe where would you want that house like you know real estate photography is only 1500 pounds for a lens for an ultra wide one you've got the comica vm30 lens which is about 189 
that's an alternative option. The Canon R1 tremors before the earthquake. There's no doubt that one, the R1 is a complete king in cameras apparently. Larger body than the R3, the largest OLED rear display among competitors, possibly four diagonal, okay, four inch diagonal screen. Mm, you know, 45, 45 megapixels. Do you need 45 megapixels? Photo contents corner, good deals and new sales. Okay, I was expecting a little bit more interesting. It's just a wide lens that they've reduced, which isn't really great, is it? Because telephoto is where the money is. Where Okay, monochromes, world natural photographers. Yeah, so that wasn't amazing groundbreaking news, but it's, it's something that's going on, so at least you know about it. Better waterfall photography. Well, so with waterfall photography, you want a tripod. You want a slow shutter speed if you want that nice wavy kind of photos. Has he got an example here? No, he has not. It's a video. So waterfalls are some of the most popular subjects in landscape photography, offering a great way to add a sense of drama and motion to the otherwise still scene. They require some special considerations and techniques to maximize the quality of your images. Though this excellent video tutorial will show you a range of great show. Okay, you know what? Should I share this with you? While it's in the show notes, I'll put links to this video. So if I open this up in YouTube and again, thanks for watching this episode. It has been made possible by trustedcreators.org. You can go on to trustedcreators.org to see show notes and also sponsoring opportunities. So if you're a new creator, you're not sure what you want to do. If you go and fill out the form there, they can actually get you started on the, the ladder of success as they call it online is the way, isn't it? Trustedcreators.org. Thank you. Continuing with today's episode, we are saying waterfalls and photography and we've got a nice video here i'm going to copy the link i want to put it in the show notes so we're going to put it in the resources section if you're listening on the if you're listening on apple itunes if you're listening on google Podcasts, spotify anywhere else just drop down to the comment section you'll see a description of today's episode with a quick overview of what we're covering as well as this resources so i want you to check this video out it's by photo tom and his tips for waterfall landscape photography if you're into photography this can apply to a number of areas because you can do light photography with the same type of concept if you've ever looked at like you know they do the motion light because that was it's slow shutter speed same kind of arena applies if you're not familiar with that there's a full episode explaining slow shutter speeds and photography as well so that's a nice article on f-stoppers and that's helping you getting water shots as well as is the canon eos r5 getting two replacements this year canon's been absolutely annihilating it because they're getting rid of their older cameras now which is what i use to be honest you don't need anything more than that <clears throat> you know how to use a camera you don't need a new camera rumors suggest the canon eos r5 mark ii is coming by the end of this year along with high megapixel version oh yeah if if you didn't know apparently these days you need more big you just need more megapixels that's the key measure. This camera is 24 megapixels. No one's ever complained to me about the quality of these images. So these images have been printed in magazines, online media, professional billboards, and all sorts of stuff. And no one's ever complained. So do you need 45,000 million megapixels? I don't know. It's or It's been rumored for quite some time that Canon is preparing the launch of the next version of Canon EOS R5, its popular professional workhorse camera. These rumors were somewhat dampened by Canon releasing a huge update to the existing EOS R5, adding 400 megapixel images. I'm just going to stop reading here now because it's getting ridiculous, isn't it? Okay, you've got 4,299 uh, 
dollars in your back pocket go and pick that camera up or you can get something well i've started if you notice on there you can't actually see what camera this is anymore because i've taped over all the logos because canon don't sponsor me so why would i be promoting canon when, even though i've just told you it's a canon camera but to those that are listening on the regular podcast you'll know what cameras i use gareth is a photographer based in london working as a freelance photographer and videographer for the f- so what tends to happen is a lot of the times a newer photographer is coming to the scene will be like oh yeah i'm gonna show how good i am by how expensive my camera is whereas prof- professional experienced photographers will be like the work speaks for itself people don't ask about the cameras they'll know that okay this guy did a shoot for x word of mouth that was a really good shoot i don't care what camera he uses i know he can do that quality of shoot just do it and you turn up with your camera whichever camera you're using and you get the photos you get the job done so it's always interesting how this plays out and it's always going to be the case you get some flashy photographers you get normal photographers that get the job done which one are you uh, photography subreddits go dark as reddit is protest against the company reddit is one of those places that are interesting are you a bit of a reddit fiend apparently it's going dark for photography subreddits the popular our photography subreddit has gone dark preventing millions of photographers from accessing vital information as well as our photography popular camera related subreddits including photoshop lightroom cameras polaroid and videos are all down as well it's been a bit uh rockety for reddit recently they got rid of their live program i used to be a live uh streamer on reddit specifically having live shows just for reddit but i think they were running into some money difficulties so they've stopped that and now they're slowly coming into that they've tried to push the advertising you may have seen on facebook and other sites that they've tried to push reddit adverts like oh yeah use reddit for advertising your business we get reach a lot of audience however reddit's not really designed for that the people on reddit are a little bit more there for fun messing about on like photos and photoshopping photos so people put up a photograph can you update me to look more slim and then they'll like put a slim fast in there or something silly just like a bit of a joke so yeah hopefully reddit makes it through this photographer captures gorgeous photos of fall colors in patagonia see this is a ai can do this however knowing the fact that a person was there taking that photograph can you tell does that look fake it does look fake to be honest it's a bit too hdr but that's the the recent well probably doesn't come across on your screen depends what you're watching this on because that's another factor full disclosure this article was brought to you by oem system cameras because this is a sponsored post by oem system ambassador so olympus is the oem camera manufacturer so they probably gave the guy a camera sent him out and said take a few nice photographs to show how good our cameras are which is another point can you trust people anymore there's loads of people sending free stuff out especially when they've got new cameras to get really good photos is that mm, i don't know it's questionable now these photographs were they look perfectly fine there's a high resolution shot mode so there's an extra level of processing going on in the camera before you look at it if you took that with a normal camera in raw mode that wouldn't look as deep as what that looks because this has boosted it so is it real is that a bit too ai to me does it look a little bit fake does it look a little bit cartoony i think it does but who am i who am i i don't do landscape photography so i'm not i don't know anything about it uh, okay i had never been to patagonia before but i have studied the region extensively smith tells petapixel 
I knew I should expect harsh weather but it was even more crazy than I could have imagined. One minute it's blue skies and sunshine, the next minute you are in a blizzard. Yeah, so that's like, oh my god that looks so nice. If you look at the stones in the water. They must add the polarizing filter of some type on there to avoid the light coming off the water, reflections and ref reflections? No, refractions is a different word, isn't it? Okay, nice, nice. Good article. Who's this by? Well, it's no point me saying it's, it's apparently the sponsored post by Olympus, so it doesn't matter who it's by. Okay, Nikon announces firmware 4.0 for the Z9. So this is a bit of a, a boost on their firmware versions. A little while ago, uh, there was an article on the F-stoppers suggesting firmware updates because our cameras have evolved into something more akin to mini computers as opposed to purely mechanical workhorses. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what are we getting in the new update? Some improvements, focus enhancements. Okay, I'll give you a little uh, blurb on that. So we're just going to... Uh, firmware announced for the Z9, there's going to be a bit of improvements going on. We've got some improvements such as focus enhancements, pre-release buffer expansion, exposure delay mode, more custom controls, improved UI, playback enhancements, additional high-res zoom options, and slow motion video functions. No longer is your camera a camera, it's actually a mini computer, which is apparently what they're saying in this F-Stoppers article. Make sure you update your firmware in the Z9, mate. Perfect. So that was a little update on the old, uh, what we got here. We've got another one, which I liked the look of. Am I going to be able to see it though? People with a passion. Callum O'Keefe's charming portraits of Britain's collectors. So, oh my God. Branston baked beans. Look at that. The guy's like a full on. Is that like a thing? I think it's a thing. Let's have a look. So it seems like there's still a few key people out there who like to collect baked beans and put them all over their dustbins and I'm, I'm assuming that's a dustbin or is it like a, a washing up bowl thing for like your laundry basket but yeah you want baked beans all over your loo apparently because that's where you're going to be visiting if you're eating that many baked beans i don't know you tell me that was a quick little short so you done the old there you done that whack and oh okay photographer captures a heart-stopping moment of Jackal saving her pup from an eagle. Oh my god, that's a great... F can you see that? Oh, let me zoom in a bit. There we go. What a moment. I would like to see a, seen the shot of... Maybe that's the only shot, but maybe like... Do, 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 dropping down. Nature and wildlife are stunning sometimes. Ooh, next level. That has been a quick update for you on the old photo news and what's going on in this current environment. If you're worried about photos and you're worried about cameras, have a look at zoophotography.com and you'll see some of the key cameras. You don't need expensive gear to be a photographer. You'll see some of the stuff I talk about. It doesn't have to be like the articles we looked at today because obviously those are pushing really new fancy cameras. They want you to spend loads of money. You don't need to spend loads of money. I'll see you in the next episode of Zoo Talks Photography Podcast. You can catch up on previous episodes right here. Thank you and I'll see you in the next one.